It is good to remember. Today, our theme is remembrance, and we want to think about that just a little bit as we are getting ready to partake in the Lord's Supper. And I I like that, for a lot of reasons, I like that song we just sang. First of all, um, Ross got to play the flugelhorn. Some of y'all looked that up, not right now, but if you don't know what that is, it's a cool trumpet on steroids, okay? But I like that phrase in there, and we will... Stop and give you praise. You need, sometimes we need to stop and remember. Would you agree with that? Anybody ever feel like life is going by 100 miles an hour? My wife and I just talked about that, I think, this week, about how in the world can it be the end of May already? Anybody? I've heard, I've heard the older you get, it seems like the faster it goes by. I don't know if that's true. Some of y'all are shaking your heads, yes. Uh, I'm experiencing that can't believe that we have a grandson who's eight already. We're too young. I mean, Lynn's just 29 still. I don't know how that happens. Wow. It's good to stop and remember. I don't know about you, but calendars get filled up, don't they? I, I, rely, I have a phone that's connected to my computer, which is connected to this watch which occasionally messes me up in sermons because it starts going off. And, but uh, inside there is a calendar. And man, does it fill up. So Microsoft 365 has a little feature, an AI feature. If you don't know what that is, don't learn. Just, for, don't, just forget about all that stuff. But Viva reminds me uh, that one week I had 13 hours in meetings. And that was so depressing to get that message just from my calendar. I'm like, I gotta do better. I gotta stop and slow down and remember the Lord, He is good. Amen? Every good gift comes from the Father above, right? Father of lights. So we're gonna remember today. And I love when we get to partake of the Lord's Supper together. It's the two ordinances ordinances of the church that we have been instructed to do. One is baptism and one is the Lord's Supper. And we're going to do both today. We're going to celebrate at the end of the service as well. We're excited about that. So let's just think about remembrance today. I'm going to give you quite a few verses. You're not going to have time to turn in your Bibles to all of them, but you can sure jot down some if they speak to you. But the word remember and forms of the word Various forms of the word, are you ready? Appear hundreds of times in the Bible. Hundreds of times. Just over and over. But as I stated earlier, we often don't take time to remember because we are too busy. I bet some of you have some plans later on today. And even tomorrow. And maybe the next day and the next day. And sometimes it doesn't seem to matter. We get busy even after we've retired. I've talked to some retirees. I don't know what that is like, but someday maybe. And they're like, I feel like I'm more busy than I was before. And I'm like, what? Wait, what? What? How can that be? You've worked so hard for so long. It's we get busy, don't we? And can I just share something with you, church? Sometimes we view that as a great virtue. And I don't think there's an 11th commandment that says, thou shalt be busier and busier and thus more 
holy and holier. It doesn't say that. So for some of us, especially if we're type A or we've been used to a certain routine, uh, we're an extrovert, all these kind of things, it's easy to really get going, going, going. And so today we're just stopping and remembering. I would say sometimes we're a little too busy even when it comes to reading the word and when it comes to prayer. Maybe you're like me, you have to build in margin in your life. Do any of you have to do that? To be able to spend time in the Word. It gets difficult sometimes, depending on what's going on. And listen, what's coming up in two weeks? VBS. We're all going to be busy, busy, busy. Lord's providing hundreds already, hundreds of children that will be coming. Isn't that amazing? I think in this land of manana, when people sign up at the last second, we might get close to 300 children. Can we just say, God, help us, please? <laughs> Isn't that exciting, though? But even on VBS Weeks, I think back through the years, the dozens and dozens of VBSs that I've been involved in, there are days when I took time to stop and remember and slow down before VBS. And there's days where I had to hustle and bustle and rush to VBS. And you can see the difference. You can feel the difference. I ran across uh, Shane Pruitt. Uh, some of you may know him. I ran across a quote from him, and I just wanted to share it. It blew my mind. As we think about technology and how it helps, it often can hurt as well. Listen to this. Uh, I, don't, I have not vetted the exact number, but I, I was like... I went back and thought, and it's an average. And I thought, well, I don't know if I do that every day, but I know some people <clears throat> who blow that average out of the water. Here it is. The average person, so your average, reads over 265 social media posts, emails, and text messages every day on their phones, tablets, computers. Now, you may stop and say, well, I don't know a minute. No, if I go away for a couple days, I come back to the office, I could have 100 emails right there, just already waiting for me. Isn't that crazy? The quote doesn't end there. That's just the facts. Here's the real quote. It's proof positive that we really do have time to read our Bibles every day. <laughs> oh, it gets better. Here's the last one. Remember, this is him. It's not your pastor. I'm not zinging you. We choose, we just choose to use our time for lesser things. Ouch. But sometimes the truth hurts, doesn't it? There's an ouch. We can do all these things. We can get distracted by all these things. And we need to stop and remember. A great way of doing that is reading the Word. We'll read some, some verses today. Just spending time in prayer and not just to check it off. I confess to you there's times where I, I need to pray more and I try. I shut the door of my office. I get down on my knees. And just sometimes, though, it's like, check that off, right? Instead of really fellowshipping with the Lord. So let's remember today. How's that sound? Good? You can go ahead. Some of you can check that off your list right now. And can I ask you not to do something today? Don't read your text messages in church. All right? That's hard not to do, isn't it? You know, a few weeks back, my thing went, and I went, ah, oh, there it was. It's probably on film. Can't do anything about it. 
Do we call it film anymore? What do we call it? Video, excuse me. All right. I remember VCRs. Any of you? Yeah, okay. Let's remember. We're thinking about this today. Uh, our national holiday of remembrance is tomorrow, right? And we're remembering. Thank you guys for leading us in prayer. So we remember what the holiday really is supposed to be about, okay? And so remembrance is in our minds. Perhaps you're going to do something tomorrow to remember. That's great. Encourage that. But as we're thinking about remembrance, we come back and think about what I'm using as our focal passage today, 1 Corinthians 11, 24, and 25. You know it well. It's the night before the crucifixion. It's in the upper room, Passover, the last supper, all those things, Jesus with his disciples. And Paul commentates on it in 1 Corinthians. And when Jesus had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in, do you remember? Remembrance of me, verse 25. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So let's look at some remember verses, remembrance verses in the Bible. I'm going to go way back, all the way back to the Ten Commandments and share a few. Exodus 28, 20 verse 8. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Do you remember that verse? Deuteronomy 6.12. Be careful not to forget. So in the Bible, that phrase will be there. But not forgetting means what? Remembering. Be careful not to forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the place of slavery. Deuteronomy 8.2. Remember that the Lord your God led you on the entire journey these 40 years in the wilderness so that he might humble you and test you to know what was in your heart whether or not you would keep his command so remembering deals with our heart condition doesn't it and then here's some some really specific commands deuteronomy 32 7 remember the days of old it doesn't mean the good old days. It does not say the good old days, all right? So forget that. Don't think about the 50s right now, okay? Remember the days of old and consider the years of many generations. Ask your father and he will show you your elders and they will tell you. Talk about it. Don't keep it to yourself. Remember. Like we did with the song, remember and share and proclaim it. Isaiah 46, 9 helps me to know what to remember. Remember the former things of old, for I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me. So we should remember that. When in doubt, stop and remember that God is God, and that's it. There's no other God. God is God. There is none like him. And Ecclesiastes 12.1. I love that book of the Bible. Anybody read that book of the Bible? Uh, Ed Young, years ago, wrote a book called Been There, Done That, Now What? That's kind of that's what Ecclesiastes is. Solomon done everything under the sun. Now what? And we get to verse uh, 1 of chapter 12. Listen to what he says, almost concluding the book. Remember also your creator in the days of your youth, before the evil days come, and the years draw near, of which you will say, I have no pleasure in them. 
What a command. Remember. Start early remembering. So let's take a moment. We're going to have a prayer time. If you're close to someone and feel comfortable, would you gather together in groups? And I just want to ask that we would pray for a few moments and that we would remember the command of who God is. So let's get in groups and pray. And the focus of your prayer in this group, you can have one person lead or a couple, would just be this. God, we remember who you are. There is none like you. Let's join together in prayer, church. Would you go ahead and take the initiative and begin praying together? Oh, Lord, today we acknowledge and we remember the command to remember that you are God, that there is no other, there is none like you. And God, today we remember and consider the many generations who have gone before us and the gospel message your plan, your redemption plan that just goes on and 
God, I'm so thankful to see the church come together, pray, couples and friends, families, parents, kids, even grandparents and grandkids, that we would teach and help remember to remember our Creator right from the beginning. So God, today we slow down and remember who you are. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for doing that. I, I know it's hard for some of you to pray with other people in church, but that's one of the things that we should do. So just be brave and take the initiative and, and, and pray. It is, it is the most blessed sound up here to hear the rumbling. This, I don't know what you're praying about, but I can hear it, and it is just beautiful to see. So thank you for doing that. Well, let's continue on with remembering. The Psalms give us a lot. I just picked a few, but what struck me was that remembering was part of their worship. And so that's a good example for us. So let me start with Psalm 103.2. My soul, praise the Lord, and do not forget all his benefits. What a great thing to do in worship. Psalm 119.55. I've been struck anew by Psalm 119. You know, it's that longest chapter or psalm in the Bible. And it's just every verse is about what? God's word. God's word, God's word. Here's Psalm 119.55. I remember your name in the night, O Lord, and keep your law. Psalm 143.5. I remember the days of old. I meditate on all that you have done. I ponder the works of your hands. And Psalm 77.11. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. So now I'm going to ask that you pray one more time, but this time I don't want you to pray with someone else. I want you to privately, personally pray right where you are and let us reflect. I want your prayer to reflect to God that you're remembering what he has done. We just read about a few things, his benefits, his law, his deeds, that we are to meditate on him. So that ought to get you going, but let's just take a minute now, just privately, personally, right where you are, would you spend a few moments with the Lord, and would you just uh, reflect in your prayer time what God has done for you?
And God, today we do take time to remember, to reflect on what you have done, the creator of the universe, what you have done for us. Lord, help us to recount the benefits your law and justice, your grace and mercy, the deeds that we see in our lives right now and in Scripture, and that we would meditate on you and your word. We're thankful, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for doing that. A few more scriptures here. 1 Corinthians 11, 2. Now I command you, because you remember me in everything, and maintain the traditions even as I have delivered them to you. It's Paul writing to a specific group of people at church, and it's just a good I was trying not to say reminder, but it's not a pun. I can't, I can't use any other word. It's a reminder to me that we remember not just what God has done for us, but each other and in ministry. Have you ever noticed how God does that? And we can celebrate and remember what God has done for this person, or this person, or this ministry, or this ministry, even if we're not directly involved with it. He says in Colossians 4.18, I, Paul, write this greeting with my own hand. Remember my chains. Grace be with you. Even what is going on in other people's lives, other Christians, we remember. John 14.26, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring you to remembrance all that I have said to you. You see, we, don't, we forget some things, but we don't have to forget these things. Because God's Spirit, if you're a believer, dwells within you. And He helps you. And He teaches you. And He brings to remembrance what? The Lord has done. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that awesome? Uh, kids in Awana, you need to claim that verse when you're trying to do your verses <laughs> on Wednesday nights and you're trying to remember them. The Holy Spirit can help you remember. Well, I think ultimately as we think about remembrance, not to minimize anything else we've talked about, but for me the ultimate is remembering the gospel. Remembering the gospel. And I hope you'll remember. Perhaps this is a, will be a first time for you. Perhaps many times you've thought about that. But let me share just a few verses with you. Romans 5, 8. But God shows his love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So as we remember the gospel, we have to first of all remember that we are sinners. And God had a rescue plan. And he sent Jesus to die for us, and it showed God's love to us. John 14, 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus saying this, so we need to remember that. Part of the gospel is there's one way, there's one truth, there's one life, and it runs through our Savior, Jesus, our Lord Jesus. John 13, John 3, 16, excuse me, you know this one. For God so loved the world, that's you, so put your name in there. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, Jesus, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Again, another remembrance of God's rescue plan for sinners. 
And then one maybe of comfort is Romans 8, 28. And we know that those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. So we remember. So I would like to lead us in prayer now. A prayer about the gospel and remembering that. And perhaps today, if uh, you feel like I, I don't, I'm searching, I don't have that relationship with Jesus, I've never done this, perhaps you would consider doing this in your heart. I'm just telling God what's on your heart. That you would cry out to him because he's the, he's the God who saves. He's the one who can forgive us our sins. He's the one who can transform our lives, regenerate us. Give us meaning and purpose. And the gospel is clear. All have sinned and missed the mark. And death comes because of that. And yet God loved us and had a rescue plan. And it was his son, Jesus, who gave his life, we remembered when we sang, on the cross for our sin. And conquered it all. The devil, the grave, sin, death, all of it on that third day when he rose again. And we can call upon his name and be saved. So let us remember. Would you join me in prayer? And if this is your heart, just, just pray it to the Lord. Just talk to the Lord about this. Lord, today we acknowledge that we are sinners. We remember that. Lord, help us never to forget that. And Lord, we remember your word today as we have read it, that you love everyone and that you have a rescue plan for us, that you sent Jesus to die and make the payment for our sin. And he did that, and he conquered sin. And God, we all acknowledge today that even something so difficult as that works together for our good. And so today, God, I, I pray, perhaps with others watching online or right here in the room, that are considering placing their trust, their faith, that you have brought them to this moment because you're the God who saves. God, I pray that they might pray something like this, that, Lord, I acknowledge my sin. I confess them to you. I run to you. I repent of them. Thank you for giving me the faith to do this. I ask that you would come into my life, forgive me of my sin, and transform me and make me part of your family. And that you would place yourself and lordship over my life. And you would lead and control, and I would follow you. So God, we ask this. For those who have not yet done this, whether in a living room, in an office, in this worship center, wherever it might be, God, I pray that folks might leave today and if it was asked to share when you save them, they would know that it was May 29, 2022. And God, I pray that you would remind those of us who have been transformed by you 
that we would never forget, God. And I pray that we would stop and remember. It's never a bad thing that we would just stop on any given day and remember and with a heart of thankfulness, thank you for saving us, for bringing true life into our life, purpose and meaning. And even, Lord, that we would celebrate the promise that you give us of eternity, of heaven someday with you face to face. So we pray all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. I just think the Lord's Supper is the greatest picture. I think it's why Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. It's the greatest picture of what Jesus has done for us. So I return back uh, one more time to our focal passage, 1 Corinthians 11, 24. So hopefully you, you got one of these. Did, did everyone get, uh, did anyone not get one? We have some guys in the back coming forward. I see a hand. There you go right here, okay? Yeah, we miss our musicians sometimes. Sorry, they come in. They come in the back door and they come in and get ready. They're rehearsing while you're still getting cleaned up to come to church. So let's make sure you get, I see a hand right there still. Got some over here? All right, we'll get it. So there's a film on top. You want to carefully remove the film, and then you can get a wafer. This is what we use for this first element of our Lord's Supper. So you want to get that. Did everyone get one? See one more hand there. Good. Thank you, guys and gals, for getting those out. Okay, so let me read 1 Corinthians eleven twenty four, and then we'll partake, and then you just spend a few moments in personal prayer specifically about this remembrance. Would you do that? And when Jesus had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Just take a moment right where you are and remember what the Lord gave for you, Jesus. Lord, we believe your word. We believe it is your revelation to us. We believe it is pure in truth there's no error in it and we believe the story that your body was given for us Lord I think about the beating you took I think about the whipping you received I think about thorns being crushed onto your head Think about the bruises on your body. Think about the spikes going into your feet and hands. You gave your life to pay the penalty for ours. And today we remember. Amen. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty-five. So let's get our cup ready here. It says this. In the same way, he also took the cup 
after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. So here we think about his bloodshed. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Lord, today we do continue to remember what you have done for us. God, today I'm reminded of Jesus' blood that was shed for us. Blood coming down the head. Blood flowing from hands and feet. From your back, Jesus. As you have been whipped and whipped. We're thankful. We remember your blood and we remember scripture that says without the shedding of your blood there's no remission of sin no forgiveness of sin so we acknowledge today that you are the one who saves you are the one who is bore on your body and with your blood the power of salvation to us you are God's rescue plan for us and we remember today in Jesus name I pray I pray that it will never be a ritual for us, something that we just do by rote, but we will gather together as commanded in Scripture as a church. We gather together and remember what Jesus has done for us. It's a powerful picture, is it not? It really is. So uh, as we wrap up the service today, I want you just to remain seated where you are today, and I want you to just think about a response time because... Even though we've prayed a lot and we've read a lot of scripture, we've partaken of our Lord's Supper, I want us to have a, a response time, a time of summary, if you will, just to see what the Lord is saying in your heart. I ran across a quote by C.S. Lewis. Anybody ever heard of that guy? Man, I wish I had half the brains that he had. He said this. I'm going to read it twice. I want you to think about it. Obedience isn't legalism. It's a symptom of salvation. Let me read it again. Obedience isn't legalism. It's a symptom of salvation. What I got from there, I wrote a word down. The word I wrote down was desire. Desire. May following the Lord not be these rules and regulations, but, but may we follow the Lord because He's placed this great desire in us to commune with him. To remember, yes, at the Lord's Supper, but to remember each day who he is, what he has done, what he is doing, what he will do in our lives. And I think this, I wrote this down. It's three S words for those of you that like to remember what you write down. Here they are. Remembering should compel us to seek him, Share about him and serve him. So what I, I would ask just during these couple of moments that you uh, reflect on what we've done today and that you ask God, God, open my heart, my mind, my ears, my eyes to you. Would you speak into my life? Would you, as God can only do, would you personalize the message to me today? How am I seeking you? Am I sharing about you with others.
How am I serving in your kingdom? So let's just spend, spend a few moments one more time in prayer. Would you just, uh, just summarize the service today by, by sharing that with the Lord? Just ask him to speak in your life right now. Lord God, we remember today. It is a great day to remember what you have done for us. And Lord, I ask that you would remind us to seek you with all that we are, to bear a witness, to share what you have done, and to serve you however you place that in our hearts. And God, remind us as we remember that you compel us to obey, to follow you, and that it is a symptom of what you've done in our life. You have gloriously saved us, and we thank you for that. In the name of Jesus, amen.